financially tuned. Whether it's a high-performance engine or an orchestra, there's a significant difference between being slightly out of tune or perfectly in tune. The same is true of your finances. When your financial plan is even slightly out of tune, you may be paying too much for taxes, exposing yourself to too much risk, or retiring without a sound income plan. And like the conductor of an orchestra or a skilled mechanic, Corey Sickles of Safe Harbor Retirement Group is the professional who helps to get everything financially tuned. Corey Sickles is the president of Safe Harbor Retirement Group. He believes in providing personalized, high-quality financial services for a diverse group of clients at all income levels. Corey has been helping people reach their retirement goals for over 19 years. Contact Corey at 614-760-0670 or on the web at safeharboroh.com. And now, here's Corey to help you be financially tuned. Welcome to another show of Financially Tuned with me, Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and our co-host, Tony Shore. Thank you for tuning in today. The topic for the show is protecting the surviving spouse. This is a little addressed financial situation you may not have considered. We will talk about why it's important to protect the surviving spouse and beneficial ways to help ensure your spouse is financially protected, when you are no longer there to help. All right. Well, yeah, that sounds like it's going to be a great topic today, Corey. I'm really excited about today's show. Uh, Happy to be here. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and as always, our financial expert and host, Corey Sickles. Corey, thanks for the great introduction, and thanks for having me on your show again today. Um, I'm really looking forward to this. Uh, But first, what have you been up to this week? Well, this week I've been trying to stay dry. And it looks like this upcoming <laughs> week is going to be another rainy week. So uh, Yeah, it might be. Yeah, so uh, hopefully uh, it'll end here sometime soon. But I know all this week it looks like it's going to be another uh, another rain week. So uh, just been, you know, meeting with clients and, uh, you know, uh, that's pretty much it. Just, you know, just working. How about you? Yeah, yeah, same. It keeps you out of trouble. It, it uh, forces you to... It just set up more meetings and uh, get more work done because you can't be out there uh, enjoying the nice weather if it's raining. Uh, although, you know, this is the time of year when we like to enjoy the nice weather, so hopefully it'll let up. Uh, I'm really looking forward to our discussion today. Uh, to start us off with, Corey, what is the probability of someone living longer than their spouse? Obviously, one of the two has to live longer, correct? Yes, you know, and that's a great question to kind of start us off with, especially, you know, with today's topic. And, you know, the one thing I'll say is, you know, I'm 46 years old. And if you go back and look at my grandfather's era, and if you go, you know, go back and look at that entire era, you know, really what they, what they did was, is, you know, you worked and then you received a pension and then you probably passed away, you know, five or 10 years later you know, once you were officially retired. And, you know, the times have changed. You know, people are living longer. According to a report titled Key Findings and Issues for Longevity, for a 65-year-old couple, you know, there is a 72% chance one's going to live to 85. There's a 45% chance one of them's going to actually live to 90. And there's an 18% chance that one will live to 95. You know, with the loss of a spouse, it's also important to know how this will affect the surviving spouse's standard of living. And let's face it, the one thing that, that anyone in retirement does not want to have happen is to outlive your money. 
And that's one of the things that, you you know, this is what we're going to discuss today. Sure. And, and I, I frequently see articles or hear in the news uh, that the wife will usually outlive her husband, that women outli- uh, women live longer than men. Is this typically the case? You know, Tony, yes, women do tend to outlive their husbands. You know, some women may face unique challenges in retirement because of this, and not all of them are prepared for it. You know, according to a report, Older Americans in Poverty, a snapshot, which was done by AARP, more than 70% of retirees living, living, you know, really in poverty are women, over half of whom are not poor, but before their husband, you know, they weren't poor before their husband passed away. Now, when a married person passes away, their surviving spouse will typically have to live on a reduced Social Security benefit. And one reason why we say that is if, say, that, you know, if you're receiving two checks, you're definitely going to only now receive one check going forward, and that's going to be whichever is higher. So, you know, we've talked about maximizing Social Security, and this is where something like, you know, maximizing it will definitely come into play. Well, yeah. And what are some other ways that you help uh, women to prepare for the loss of their spouse? You know, Tony, I first encourage them to make an inventory of physical and non-physical items. So some of the physical items are, is definitely going to be be uh, items that you have in your home, which, you know, would really be jewelry, power tools, computers, guns, collectibles, you know, other things like that. You also want to make a list of non-physical items, such as your brokerage accounts, you know, your 401k plans, thrift savings plans, 403bs, any other IRA assets or bank accounts that you have, life insurance policies, long-term care policies, annuities, etc. you know, all the financial side of it. But another way is to know what benefits are available to you from the Social Security Administration. You know, lump sum benefits and or monthly payments may be payable to a spouse or child, but no information on your spouse's employer, the approximate earnings for the last two years, and where to locate tax returns, marriage certificates, and Social Security numbers for your spouse and children as well. It's also good to review, you know, all your financial statements of IRAs, bank accounts, retirement accounts, 401ks, 403bs, 457s for updated beneficiary information. Wills will not ensure that your assets pass to your loved ones. So you do want to make sure that everything is set up the correct way. You know, beneficiary designations are the only way to ensure your assets go to those that you intend. So you want to make sure that's set up right. You don't want to leave that up to a judge in order, you know, to make that happen. You know, your life insurance, annuities, your 401ks, should all be reviewed to ensure proper beneficiary designations are set up. And you need to really do that on an annual basis um, going forward. You know, your bank accounts, your CD accounts, your individual brokerage accounts are, you know, more than likely are not going to go to probate as you must assign transfer on death designations for them. Now, without this feature, your assets will pass through probate and it's going to be distributed according to, you know, according to court instructions as well. Sure. And this is all great information, Corey. Now, what other steps do you encourage people to take before the loss of a spouse? Well, there are definitely a couple of more steps I would encourage you know women or, or people to take. You know, if your spouse is a veteran, government, life insurance, and or you know a veteran's benefits may be available to you. It's good to verify you know if they are. Another is to initiate important estate uh, planning documents as well. And at the very least, everyone should have a will, a power of attorney, possibly a trust, and a guardianship for any minor, you know, minor children as well. Now, once your estate planning documents are finalized, you also need then to select an estate administrator or a trustee. 
Now, this should be someone responsible for following the rules of your will or trust in the event of your death. You should think about how your death is going to impact the decision-making ability of that person. And once selected, send copies of your estate planning documents to you know, this estate administrator as well. Last and importantly, it's also good to select a financial planner in which you and your spouse are comfortable with. Now, this should be someone you trust you know, to be with you for the decisions you're going to make for the rest of your life. And I would highly recommend that that person also has a, fidu- you know, a fiduciary responsibility, um, you know, like a registered investment advisor or, you know, or a company like you know, Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Management as well. Wow. Well, I think this is great information. Our time is actually up for this first segment. Do you have anything else you'd like to add, Corey, before we take a quick commercial break? Yeah, sure, Tony. You know, preparing for retirement, whether it's understanding your Social Security benefits or learning about mistakes to avoid, it can be very overwhelming and even nerve-wracking. So you can visit our website at safeharboroh.com and click on that financially tuned logo. Or you can call my office at 614-760-0670 and you're going to be able to receive our complimentary retirement income toolkit that's going to help you prepare for the retirement you've worked so hard for. Now with this toolkit, you're going to get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit is also dedicated to providing you with information to help make sound decisions and build a retirement on a solid foundation that will stand the test of time. All right. Well, thank you so much, Corey. Stay tuned and listen to learn more about ways to protect the surviving spouse right here with Corey Sickles on Financially Tuned. Unpleasant surprises can be annoying, but sometimes they can be devastating. If your retirement plan is vulnerable to unpleasant surprises, you do have a choice. There are strategies that can help ensure that any surprise is a welcome one and help reduce threats to your retirement. At Safe Harbor Retirement Group, we specialize in helping to protect your portfolio from unpleasant surprises. Visit safeharboroh.com to request a guide to your nice, predictable retirement. Welcome back to Financially Tuned with me, Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and our co-host, Tony Shore. We've been talking about protecting the surviving spouse in the event that one passes away. You know, so far we have covered the probability of someone living longer than their spouse and that the majority of wives outlive their husbands and how they can prepare for the loss of their spouse. Well, thank you so much, Corey. Now, as you mentioned in the last segment, uh, you talked about what women can do to prepare before the death of a spouse or the husbands. Uh, what are some ways for people out there to prepare after the passing of a spouse? You know, Tony, that's a great follow-up question. You know, when the loss of a spouse occurs, you know, there are a whirlwind of emotions and decisions that need to be made. And the last thing you want to do is worry about your finances. So the first thing a woman should do after a devastating loss of her, of her spouse is to update her beneficiary information. You know, after a life-changing event, beneficiary forms should be updated and reviewed to ensure all are up to date and no changes need to be made. And as hard as it may be, another step should be able to take is to converse on any important issues that also need to be addressed as well. Now, this conversation could include discussing, you know, her wishes with children or loved ones, and we're making sure that, you know, you have a healthcare directive in case of tragedy that doesn't result in her death. Mm. Well, and that's really important, and this is great information. What are some other ways uh, that someone can prepare after the devastating loss of a spouse? Well, another way to prepare is, is really to consolidate your financial records. 
you know, consider your account numbers, your contact information, social security numbers, passwords, maiden names, secret keys or passcodes to accessing all of the online information. Also, you want to be able to consult a financial advisor like myself that's going to ensure your assets are structured to pass the maximum amount of legacy, you know, onto your heirs. And as the only living, you know, parent, your death will trigger the benefits to primary and contingent beneficiaries as well. Mm. Now, you don't want to miss out on any opportunities that will be gone once you have passed. You know, last, it's always good to update your travel information. So if you're going to be traveling away from home, make sure you always, you know, take that important information with you including a copy of health insurance, any medicines you take, contact information for family members, you know, things like that, uh, you know, while you are traveling. Mm. Yeah, that that's really important. And you're really bringing up some good points here. Uh, the discussion on protecting the surviving spouse is, is insightful and important. Now, knowing uh, that people, especially women out there, should prepare before and after the death of a spouse, is something I believe is is overlooked by many or avoided. How does the loss of a spouse affect a couple's social security benefit? And that's also a good point, you know, that we really need to address in today's show too, Tony. You know, according to the Social Security Administration, the earliest a surviving spouse can start receiving the Social Security survivor's benefit is at the age of 60. Now, depending on the situation, the surviving spouse's benefit can be up to 100% of the benefit, you know, received by that deceased spouse. If the surviving spouse claims benefits at an earlier age, you know, the benefits are going to be reduced a fraction of a percent for each month before full retirement age. And in some cases, if a surviving spouse qualifies for a retirement benefit, you know, that is more than their survivor's benefit, they can switch to their own retirement benefit as early as age 62 or as late as age 70. Now, the rules for this option vary depending on the spouse's specific situation. Determining when you should claim your Social Security benefits is very helpful in order to maximize your Social Security benefit. So it's very important that you can, you know, consult a financial professional like myself when deciding the best time for you to claim your benefit. And one of the things that we're able to do for all of our clients is provide you a customized, you know, widow or widower uh, Social Security maximization report that's going to make sure that you do get, the, you know, what's in your best interest especially when we start talking about monthly income. Well, maybe you could give us an example, Corey, on how the loss of a spouse could financially affect the surviving spouse's Social Security benefit then. Tony, let me give you an example. Let's say we have a a couple, and their names are George and Mary. And upon the death of either George or Mary, their annual Social Security benefit is going to be reduced, let's just say, from $38,000 to $30,000 per year. So this is going to create a lifetime reduction of about $8,000 per year. So as mentioned earlier, knowing when you plan on claiming your Social Security benefit can play a significant role when a spouse passes away. And by having this maximization report, we're going to be able to show you what's that best way for you to be able to, you know, maximize your Social Security dollars in retirement. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, uh, uh, a loss of uh, $8,000 plus of income per year uh, that's a huge, uh, huge difference. And, uh, you know, if you figure, if you're if you're out there listening and you're in your working years, imagine if your boss came to you and said, you're going to make $8,000 less a year. You would have to scramble to figure out how to live on that much less money. And so in retirement, a loss of a spouse can prevent or can present those types of, of issues. And Corey, that's why it's so important uh, what we're talking about today. 
Uh, you know, our time is actually coming to an end for this segment, though, Corey. Do you have any other comments before we take a quick commercial break? Yeah, Tony. You know, our goal at Safe Harbor Retirement Group in our planning process is truly to provide our clients with clarity, knowing they will have reliable income during retirement, as well as a legacy to pass on to their loved ones. Now, to help with this process, again, you can visit our website at safeharboroh.com and click on the Financially Tuned logo, or feel free to give us a call at our office at 614-760-0670 to receive your complimentary retirement income toolkit. This toolkit's broken down into four sections, income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, and legacy planning. Now, as you use these tools, please remember that everyone could use a little help from a professional like myself while planning their retirement, and I am more than happy to help you out. All right. Well, I really appreciate that, Corey, and it's been a great discussion so far. We're going to be right back and talk more about this topic with Corey Sickles on Financially Tuned after this. Do you ever feel like you need a retirement toolkit to help navigate your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your Retirement Income Toolkit from Safe Harbor Retirement Group now by going to safeharboroh.com or by calling us at 614-760-0670. And welcome back to our last segment for this show of Financially Tuned on protecting the surviving spouse. Now, in the last two segments, we covered the probability of someone living longer than their spouse, what women can do to prepare before and after the passing of their spouse, and how the loss of a spouse can really affect a couple's Social Security benefit. Well, yeah, it's gonna it's it's incredible the the amount of information you've already shared with us. Uh, And I've learned that another way to protect the surviving spouse is having your personal documents in order. We've talked about this on the show before. It seems like any time, Corey, you and I uh, bring up financial planning or legacy planning, um, really one of the main things is getting having those documents prepared and in order. Um, Can you explain maybe why this is beneficial? Well, you know, first of all, Tony, it is very important to have all your personal documents in order. You know, to start, I definitely encourage my clients and prospects to make sure that their important documents are organized and managed. But far too often, this sometimes can be actually overlooked. It can be overwhelming because most people have a large number of important documents, and it simply, you know, helps to begin by making a list. But before you can properly manage your important documents, you know, you should first know exactly what important documents you do have. Now, this may seem like a common sense uh, type of thing, but depending on if you own a house or what type of investments you may own, or you may have more important documents than you actually think. Now, oftentimes, it's only when tax season rolls around or when a move happens or a death in the family occurs when people start really paying attention you know, to all the essential documents that you do have. But the types of documents you will want to manage could be broken down into two categories, you know, legal papers and financial documents, as well as account statements. Now, legal papers would include, you know, your wills, your deeds, your trust documents, birth certificates, vehicle titles, medical power of attorney, things like that. Your financial documents and account statements would include annuity and life insurance policies, health insurance policies, CDs, IRA papers, you know, your 401ks, 
403Bs, your financial power of attorney, your stock and bond certificates, you know, anything that does have a, you know, a financial impact to you. Also, it's very important to keep a summary of what you have and where it is. Now, this is going to take very little time, and then, you, then you're, you're actually going to save a tremendous amount of worry. And when you need something, which you will, you're going to know exactly where to get it. Now, one of the things that we do with, for our clients as well is we have what we call the generational vault. And we allow our clients to store all these documents in a, you know, a internet-based or web-based application um, that, that's in a secure environment. And as long as you have internet access, you have access to all these important documents. Well, yeah. And what it really gives you, Corey, is a peace of mind. And I think that's so important. Now, after our listeners out there have organized all their documents, what's the next step that they need to take? Well, it's always good to not only have your documents collected and organized, but also to have them, you know, accessible. Um, In addition to creating a summary of your documents, it's also good to record where you do keep them. It's important to have all your documents in a central location that is easily accessible to those that you trust to have access. You know, popular places, you know, people keep their documents are a safe deposit box. You know, you can rent one at a bank or a credit union for a small annual fee. Now, this safe deposit box is going to provide a high level of security. Even if the bank is affected by the same disaster you are, it is likely the vault would remain standing. It also gives you a safe place to keep non-document valuables such as jewelry as well. Also, you can also get a home safety box. Now, the safety box you keep at your home should be fireproof, lockable, and light enough for you to carry. Now, this is a good place to keep your originals or copies of things you might need immediate access to. It's also a good choice for records that should be updated frequently, that could be replaced if necessary, or that are too bulky to store in a safe deposit box as well. An attorney is a good place. If the attorney has prepared your legal documents for you, he or she is typically going to keep a set of the originals. You may also have the attorney keep your, you know, your funeral or other instructions and your safe, you know, your second safety deposit box key as well, if that is your preference. Another thing to look at is like a trusted individual, you know, keeping copies of important papers with a trusted person who does not, you know, live close to you is a good way to avoid having all your records affected by a regional disaster. Now, bear in mind, however, that you will not have immediate access to anything, you know, kept with them as well. And an online or digital storage, you know, technology provides some excellent tools for safeguarding your important documents. It also makes it easier to access your records when you do need them, and it's more convenient to update. And just like I mentioned earlier, all of our clients at Safe Harbor, you know, retirement group have access to our generational vault, which does allow you to have access online to all your documents. Well, I think that's fantastic. Now, uh, once we've recorded and organized all our documents and decided on a secure place, what would be the last step to take to help ensure that the surviving spouse is going to be taken care of uh, in the event of a, a loss of a spouse? Well, you know, Tony, lastly, I would encourage you to take the time to meet with a retirement professional like myself to really discuss all your retirement options. You know, providing your retirement professional with your tax documents is going to give you a better understanding of what steps you need to take you know, next to meet your retirement goals. Having all your resources and documentation organized is going to allow your financial professional to provide you with the tools you need to make decisions that's going to help guide and prepare you for retirement. Now, everyone's situation is different, and meeting with a, you know, retirement professional like myself is going to help you set up a plan of what you should do in the event a spouse does pass away. 
All right. Well, you know what? Our time is actually up for this week's show, Corey. It just flew by. Is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners before we go today? Yeah. Last, you know, the last thing I'd like to say, Tony, is again, is you can visit our website at safeharboroh.com and click on that financially tuned logo on our homepage. You're going to be able to download a complimentary retirement income toolkit or feel free to call my office at 614-760-0670 to request a copy as well. Now with this toolkit, you're going to get the information you need to help secure your retirement. It is dedicated to providing you with information to help make sound decisions and build a retirement on a solid foundation that will stand the test of time. Also, if you have any questions about today's show or comments, please do not hesitate to give me a call. Believe me, I'll be more than happy to help you out. All right. Well, thank you so much, Corey. And we're going to be back here next week. Same time, same place, right? Yes, we will. So uh, join us again, same time, same place for another show of Financially Tuned. Take care and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Corey Sickles at Safe Harbor Retirement Group. Call 614-760-0670 or visit their website at safeharboroh.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. 